Hi, welcome to the Comfort Podcast. I'm Dom. And I'm Liam. This episode is all about our latest single, Grace. So thank you for everyone that's listened to it so far. Um, it was a it was a fun one to release and uh, under weird circumstances with the same day as someone royal dying. And then we went and played it on tour about a week later and it's maybe the most fun live song that mm. we've had <coughs> that we've had in a long time. So I was quite surprised at that. But yeah, thank you to everyone that's listened to it. Thank you to everyone that enjoyed it and sang along live. Uh, let's get into it. Yeah. Um, so Grace, again, this is a uh, Marcus music magic moment um, <laughs> where he sends us basically a fully done, done song. And I we, feel like we're going to say that about every, everyone. every yeah. track we do. Um, this hey, I started Conformist. Yeah, um, and, and I guess the, the next one you and I did. So Yeah, true. <laughs> um, so yeah, but yeah, this is a, a Marcus special. Sends us a 90% done song. Um, obviously, again, uh, basically the same introduction to the Supernova podcast. Um, <laughs> Isaac nailed the drums on this. Um, maybe his best drum performance for a comfort song. Um, Blake just killed it, as if you've listened to the song, you would know. But yeah, uh, then obviously, you know, we spruce it up and do our thing. Um, Interestingly enough, I think the the original version of this song... Um, Marcus took like the MIDI version of the drums exactly from an, a City's Burn song called Empire um, off their 2007 record Come Now Sleep which is for Marcus and I like an all time record for us so he, he took the drums and then wrote to that structure um, and then pulled the drums out and got Isaac to write his own thing so like it, it's similar in a sense of the structures starts off the same but it, it takes a very different dive but it is our take on what and as city's burn song sort of mm. does for us musically um with all of those sort of bouncing around leads and, and um high vocals and very um jazzy kind of aggressive drums mm. <clears throat> um was this a song where you do your thing where once you get it you do the vocals or did you have any of these lyrics or vocals uh sitting around beforehand i had grace only made its way to the west that's it true so i had that written down and as soon as i heard this I, i was like I knew that that line was for this song i had nothing else written no idea where else the song was going to take me and where else like that line would take me because I had a few different reasons for writing that line um, but I dove straight in and I think straight away I just I, I just had this idea for the chorus and I wrote the Grace only made its way to the west everywhere, everywhere else only ever comes off second best. I wrote that immediately. The the vocals, the, the, the lyrics and the melody at the same time recorded it on my voice memos and then sent it through to you guys being like, this is the chorus for this oh, yeah, song. I do remember like, that. Straight away. Uh, yeah, one of your amazingly recorded <laughs> voice notes, <laughs> demos, <laughs> where either it, the vocals you can be- barely hear or they're the only thing you can hear. <laughs> 
Yeah. That's so you're like, does this fit the song? You're like, I don't know, I can't hear it. Um, <laughs> but I did I did end up doing like a, a slightly, still terrible quality recording, but a, a quality, a better quality recording yeah. through laptop interface and um, sent that off to you guys. And then Isaac said, uh. <laughs> <laughs> you weren't sure if I was going to say it or not. I, but, yeah, I just remembered before. But, <laughs> but Isaac said, I don't get it. The melody doesn't make sense to me. And I was like, I don't know what that means. So I'm going to completely <laughs> ignore it and keep moving on with yeah. the song. And as it usually happens now, he loves it. Yes. Yeah, um, one of, I think this is one of his favorite songs off the record. Yeah. Um, now that I think about it. So it's funny how that started, but um, sometimes we know what he'll like more than he does. <laughs> and I think he'll admit Well, actually, honestly, I don't know if you remember this. Um, <laughs> when Marcus first sent through the demo of this song, which was probably pre, uh, like, writing for this record. Yeah. Um, I thought it was probably too... Um, different for us yeah yeah um it just it didn't sound like like a comfort song originally and then i think um for whatever reason i don't know why but my mood totally changed the next time it was kind of suggested i was like this kind of has to be used i think maybe just because of the the way maybe i was probably thinking compared to the previous release a bit too much and then when we started writing more for the record, it, it fit, made a lot more sense. Um, yeah, for sure. And, and I think for me, it it almost immediately went into the maybe pile as well because, like, I loved it and I loved how reminiscent of those uh, as Cities Burn records it was. Um, but it was like, maybe this is for another project. Mm. Like, this might not be, especially coming off what it is to be and pain being like that that very much um maybe mature sort of stadium rock Mm. um aspirations to this is going to be fast aggressive and like high energy song straight away straight out of the gates but i was excited about it nonetheless so i think as soon as he sent it through i still just wrote something yeah and i remember actually sitting at sitting at um, the car park of a bus station, waiting for my partner to to get back from work so I could pick her up because we only had one car, um, and I was just sitting in the car of like a Target, <laughs> and and playing this demo over and over and just like trying to sing a chorus and get like write more lyrics to get a full chorus because I had like the one line and a melody and then I had to write to that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, and I think especially <clears throat> the record as it turned out so varied it doesn't feel as weird because the record does take so many kind of twists and turns yeah um but yeah uh, i guess to get more into the lyrics uh the song starts with it was an accident that i was born here and blessed uh so easy to get ahead where diseases won't spread wealth is infinite and we've got secondhand existential dread so what are what are those first kind of first line? It was an accident that I was born here and blessed. Um, I guess it, for me this idea has um, it's been at the forefront of my mind for six or seven years now. The like how lucky I am to have just been um, born in a country that does well and bo- born in um, somewhere with like a good economy where you can you could work a job at. Coles or like a grocery store or like a McDonald's and you could still 
make enough to rent and and um, have somewhat of a living maybe that stuff's getting slightly worse as we're speaking but like in comparison to the rest of the world we're just so lucky to have been born here and like I didn't choose it Mm. my parents didn't choose it you didn't choose it we just like from some sort of cosmic accident my consciousness ended up in a country that's better off than many many others yeah. and, and I'm, I've benefited benefited from that my whole life and will always benefit from it right from like birth yeah 100% because <clears throat> yeah a lot of the things that we get to do uh, in, you know it's kind of like people that just it's I guess like how the rich um, you know upper classes and politicians like are just like and I mean it's very literally being said to us in Australia, um, the last couple of years, um, I think it was, you know, fucking all our, um, prime ministers and treasurers like, Oh, if you don't have money, enough money, just get a better job. It's like, <laughs> bro, there aren't any like, <laughs> yeah. And then the next day talk about how like the unemployment rate is like, see, you're saying it. Um, but you know, like there's because, you know, because they have been in a situation where they can do that and they don't have to take you know risks and it's that it's it's the problem we have at a you know at every level but humans kind of think their perspective is the truth and what they've experienced is what other people experience and that like Mm. if you like if you were born like even just if you were born in one of the unluckier bits of australia or wherever you live um it's very you have you have a very different set of options available to you. You can't just yeah. Your opportunity do. is is so much higher yeah. um, as like somewhere where I was born, for example, for than somewhere someone else in Australia or someone else in the world even. Yeah. But but I guess this first verse is my. Um, if you talk about the politicians and how how they say like yeah, just if you don't have enough money, get another job, get a better job, so that you can afford that. It, it's. For one, it's acknowledging that someone still has to do the yeah. job that you're leaving yeah. to get a better job, even if you can't, like, you can't just get a better job. We all know that. Um, but it's like, it's so clear that the people above us don't understand the position that they have landed in. Mm. And so this verse is me making the admission that that I'm benefiting from this and, and like, I it, through no... Um, good doing of my own through no fault of my own or whatever i'm in a position with way more opportunity than many many others in the whole world and and there's some guilt associated with that but um and like i guess with where i'm talking about wealth being infinite is like i've got so much more opportunity to to build wealth and have like a, a a wealthy life in terms of not just money but but experience um i think that's actually kind of a very uh in hindsight funny lyric that you probably wouldn't be aware of in the sense that we are now reaching record inflation based on <laughs> government the government idea that like they, they've literally said oh we can there's an infinite supply of money we can just print more and it's like that's what that's what causes inflation <laughs> but but I, I guess this is like um 
I wrote this in a very sarcastic tone. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, I remember you actually worried about that. <laughs> the diseases that, line? Or just all, all of it. You're like, people understand this whole song is like sarcasm and I'm not like stoked <laughs> that I, that like I've got a, a better opportunity than other people, right? Um, but I was like, yeah, either they'll think like, either it's that or you're an egomaniac um, and it's, it should be pretty clear to see that. Um, <laughs> well, that, even with the... It's so easy to get ahead and where diseases won't spread. I wrote that way, way before anything to do with COVID and coronavirus yeah, happened. And true. I remember when we That's went funny. into the studio, I was like, can I still sing this yeah. line? Because looks like diseases are coming here <laughs> that otherwise wouldn't have. Yeah, well, yeah. It, yeah, it's kind of funny how a bit of that happened. I think a really kind of good... Uh, uh, smart guy line is the and we've got secondhand existential dread. Yeah, I, I and I suppose the the thought process behind that was more that um, like I experience existential dread quite often, but it, like I'm so lucky to be here. Why should I, in comparison to the other people around the world that are much less fortunate than myself? Um, and the irony is that maybe the other people are so busy just trying to live, they don't have time to have existential dread. Yeah. So like uh, we are, some some of us are bearing the weight of that, just keeping in mind how how lucky we've been from a total accident. Yeah. Well, yeah. I guess it's a, it's a really interesting um, kind of paradigm that when you aren't directly focused on your survival there's there's room to not be fulfilled and yeah actually be more actively depressed because there's this dis- disconnection from um what our brains are meant to be doing and it doesn't make a whole lot of sense that we can just order uber eats and um get that instant hit of you know someone cooking us a meal another person riding on their bike in the rain to deliver it to us it's pretty pretty sick when you think about it um yeah and you know there's people that are living you know with an actual sense of reality um that don't have the time to you know worry about stuff that we worry about and it's a really stupid human thing that it's our brains kind of hate us yeah, it's uh, <laughs> an interesting take on it. And, and like, I, when I wrote it, I wasn't sure how often I'd get asked about it, um, just that line in particular, mm. and, and no one has asked me about it. So True. <laughs> <laughs> um, maybe it was as obvious as I hoped it to mean, um, especially given the rest of the context of the song. Is the, um, is the pre-chorus pretty... Uh literal in the sense um that because you've been given an opportunity you don't want to take it for granted yeah 100 percent. so so i I, where where that first verse is full of like um guilty admission and and sarcasm to an extent this is like as the song pulls back into that pre-chorus it's like back into like my internal monologue i guess of like Mm. it again admission of like oh well who am i without this opportunity and who who would i be not to take it instead of like um like we spoke about in the last podcast of like 
um, just living a nine to five and, and coming home and then like, I don't know, going and doing whatever, living for the weekend, hanging out with your friends and your family, which is all great stuff, but doing, um, nothing more of purpose. So like I, I owe my entire existence and who I am to this, this opportunity I have more than other people. So I, I need to use it. Mm, yeah, definitely. I mean, yeah, everyone has their own set of things they can achieve in life based on exactly where they were born and what culture and what status like it's kind of like how um you know i think that one of the i'm going to totally derail the podcast and i'm (laughs) on a liam rant so i'm not going to go there um so i'm going to move on uh to the chorus if you, I'm not going to even say anything. You just dive right in because okay. I can. Well, firstly, at this cor- the chorus, but the whole song, probably my favorite uh, uh, lyrics. I don't. I'm not going to do it ever, but definitely uh, one of my favorite things you've ever written overall. And for the comfort, um, I think probably the one of the coolest lines is "Divine entities protect the richest interests" because <laughs> it's such a such a thing that is just you know we talk about it a lot like. Yeah, God gives a fuck about, like, you know, someone winning uh, an Oscar or whatever, but doesn't (laughs) care about, like, the millions, billions of people starving. But he's, like, made sure fucking Leo got his Oscar finally. Um, I don't know why you singled out Leo. I don't know. It was the first person that came to mind. Um, But no, for sure. And and it speaks to... um, uh, I I guess I, I was trying to make a comment on the more disadvantaged country countries in where they um maybe a presence of god or prevalence of religion is is much more around it's it's a lot more there and i think it's because hope's all they have to some extent Mm. um and i don't want to do this whole white guy feel sorry for everyone (laughs) in the world but me kind of thing but um there really is so much less opportunity outside of outside of the western world um that it it just seems so obvious from the inside why a religion or or a god of any sort there's so many different types that are very prevalent in disadvantaged countries um why that the hope is so high there and i think it's like a you need a figure of hope to to get by in your day to day. Yeah, and provide more <clears throat> meaning for potential lack of. Yeah. Um. You know the hope that there is. I mean, yeah, it's kind of the hope that there's that the suffering will be worth it for some yeah. thing in the end. Yeah. Um. Because it's you know that's <laughs> whether it's paradise or heaven or whatever mm. you want to. Or it, yeah, or like you are, but or maybe yeah, if we if we stay true will be even just in you know in like further down the line like god will bless us with you know the um abundance of whatever it is that 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 they need yeah um i know that's like yeah i mean i just i'm just getting a flashback to me watching a documentary so um <laughs> but i guess wait to go on to what you're talking about before with divine entities protect the richest interests you can look at it in um, one sense as like 
every time a Hollywood actor gets up there and they thank God and or like a sports star and they've got um, they've got God or or um, I'm not going to single out any particular people or or religions but like they'll have it written on their tape on their wrist and they'll be you might score a try or a goal mm-hmm. or whatever and they're pointing to the cross so you're pointing to um, Allah written on your wrist and and then point to the sky and whatever yeah. like. <clears throat> these are very fortunate people through through circumstances have achieved unbelievable goals and heights that the rest of the world will probably never know um, attributing it to a higher power that yeah it seemed to to benefit them but why didn't it benefit all yeah, of the other exactly. people that are like what makes them more deserving than other people and, and I don't want to be um <clears throat> talking down at, at someone that might think that way but it just does seem obvious to me that yeah there's just a few contradictions and yeah things that don't it's fully add up you got to step outside yourself and have a look at what the rest of the world is experiencing and all the people around you are experiencing despite having maybe the same level of faith you get told um in various religions like oh well you didn't have enough faith in this power that's why this didn't happen for you Mm. um when in reality it's an unlucky set of circumstances yeah for sure and i guess that leads into the next line where so grace only made its way to the west like why didn't why why the more disadvantaged countries why are they more disadvantaged Mm. it's it's just a question of, um, I suppose this is where the, the sarcasm really came in through the song and I, and I never wanted anyone to think that I was being totally legitimate <laughs> in the way that I was talking about this because it is very egotistical and, and self-centered and um, that's really what I was trying to point out and how um, how we've all benefited from being here where we are. Yeah, and it's or, just or not benefited it's depending such a, on where you are. It's such a like a lot of a lot of these beliefs made a lot more sense pre um, globalization. Yeah, yeah, globalization and the internet age where there wasn't this. Um, they were geographical beliefs more than um, yeah, more and than and were. and it made more sense because you'd be like there there wasn't the the reference point of other people like you're like okay God's looking after us and, but then. That doesn't make us a whole lot more. That doesn't make a lot of sense when, yeah, now we can see there's entire countries that um, aren't getting too well looked after, and they they believe. So mm. you know, what did he? You know, without just going a full, um, you know, Richard Dawkins, not Hitchens, um, kind of thing. Uh, yeah, it's a. Uh, it's just. Yeah, for sure. Um... And I guess when you get to that second verse, it's where my sarcasm as a human really comes out. <laughs> <laughs> and and, and it, maybe not so much... It is sarcasm, but it's like... I, I'm talking about like how I've really, really benefited from this system yeah. and how we continue well, to it, it's you Well, you do say we, and I think it's definitely a we because it's kind of like... it's It is the for whatever reason, the path the West has chosen to go down, um, 
all it's very comfort based and immediate gratification based and it's you know probably one of the the re like one of the um one of the many reasons that things aren't going great because of the priority priorities we've kind of put at the top just from accidents and then um predation on human nature mm. um uh, but then like i guess the the way that our the way we our systems work and we act um how that actually impacts the rest of the world mm. and and the choices we make whether it be through um trade agreements or labor and yeah. in in disadvantaged countries to to have things cheaper and more accessible for us it's yeah. it's really just pushing down mm. well one one of the most crazy um thing well not one just an interesting thing in, in with that in mind is um all the research that's been released has shown that all the lockdowns that you know we were under in the west to kind of protect our communities um had a really bad follow-on effect for uh a lot of the less fortunate countries because when we slow down they slow down yeah and they aren't um receiving as much they're not producing as much to receive payment for and it it ends up um causing a lot more pain to the disadvantaged countries um just to look after ourselves yeah and And i wrote that before this but yeah (laughs) and but yeah it's just it's just one of those things again that we really as humans we the the tribalism is very strong and it's it's very much similar to how it used to be pre um internet pre technology it's just on a bigger scale now yeah it's nationalistic instead of just to your group of 150 people you're traveling or, mm. or and it's like with. and again it's the it's you know it's the governmental thing like oh we've got to make the best decisions for the people that vote for us even if that's not actually the best decision long term or for anyone else but we need to be seen to be doing things that are look good um, and don't worry about who it affects down the line. Yeah. Um, even even you know the disadvantaged in your own communities. It's generally most things serve um, the top because that's where the money is. Yeah. Yeah. A hundred percent. And that whole verse kind of goes through this set of admissions of like this is what we're doing i'm part of this i'm aware of it but i continue to be part of it i can't leave it and i'm benefiting from it and it's it's like choking out other people all over the world um and the guilt that 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 i or we carry with that that other people might not other people making the decisions but um i don't want to pass the buck as such because i am part of it Mm. well Um, it's it's a hard thing to opt out of yeah that's the thing and like you can really extrapolate that to the point where like everyone's got an iphone or everyone's got a smartphone or whatever where all of the labor involved in putting it together comes at a massive cost to communities Mm. outside of where we are and if we can't see them it doesn't 
affect us immediately, but it's affecting them, especially over the long term. Yeah. So I talk about blossoming in the infinite being the infinite wealth that I talk about in the first verse and how like it's yes it's infinite it's endless it's like this monitorial and also um, emotional wealth that's like allowing us to flourish as humans but it's just stomping down on the people below us to get to get to that goal yeah well yeah it's where we are the we are the culture of excess Mm. and like just it it's just insane at every level you look at it even um the way we you know grow food now it's how much can we get out of this cycle of land even though even if it destroys the yeah the, the you know the land for future generations as long as we can get the money now and and not even for future generations but like for now all around the yeah, world yeah. when you look at what's happening in brazil and the amazon being like cut down to put soy farms and cow mm. like to feed the cows basically yeah. so it's like <clears throat> they're cutting down the source of oxygen for most of the world just yeah. to have an immediate effect on um trade in yeah i mean it's it's yeah it's uh and it's it's a lot of it's the yeah the cognitive dissonance of it being far enough away and but so many things we do yeah impacts these cultures um even like two crazy examples are how this whole thing happened uh putting um i was just pausing whether i go down this route how you know the u.s were funding um biological uh research in other countries and like how the nih were funding the wuhan lab which yeah if you're um if you either think it happened at a wet market that there's been no trace of or you think the coronavirus leak from the wuhan lab that was studying coronaviruses um you know and then there's there's other labs in ukraine funnily enough that um you know america says oh we we wouldn't do any of this on you know american soil we don't do that here in america but they pay money so people do it in other countries so that there's that um you know distance of it doesn't happen here but we profit from and fund it and yeah yeah and i guess these things happen constantly all the time and we only hear about some of them mm. and, and like maybe every now and then there'll be like a um new york times article or something that actually shines light on some of these things or, or whatever and then <clears throat> kind of goes away mm. and even and just another one that's even more crazy because it's it's using disadvantaged people for our benefit like a lot of a lot of vaccine testing has happened in some of the African countries. Um, they trial them there because they can't trial them in, you know, any of the Western countries because there would be issues with it. But, yeah. um, you know, there's um, been some really sad things that even... Where, where it's cheaper and less, less yeah. regulation around it, you can kind of get away with it. Mm, yeah, and then after they've done that, they also don't allow the patents to be shared so that those countries mm. where it's tested then still have to pay money to yeah. produce their own, even though they've, you know, 
been at service for us nice white people yeah. um, but again you know because it didn't happen here and we aren't told about it it's the it's that same thing where we all have iPhones and they've got suicide nets around the buildings yeah. that make them because so many people throw themselves off the fucking iPhone building yeah um, which is just so insane to even think about like imagine if that was in melbourne or anything you'd be like oh, i'm pretty sure we're not gonna have these iphones anymore but yeah it goes to another country and, and for some reason it's fine yeah yeah <clears throat> and, and like sure all, all the time there's um labor laws that, that come in and try to protect these people but but for every time that happens there is another big company or some big tech company or whatever that we can name names but you can yeah. figure it out and themselves. and then even the the um the punishments are like yeah a tiny fraction of what they profited from yeah um, so it doesn't really you know it's like how the legal system really only does affect the um the poor yeah um, it, it's the whole thing where like if you're running a store you account for so much stolen stock mm. it's the exact same thing with some of these big tech companies where like well we can pay these fines to get away with doing all of this really dodgy shit mm. just to um profit more in in the long term and without thinking about who it sort of stomps down on and and destroys livelihoods of um but to get off a (laughs) a really really depressing note this song came out the same day that uh queen elizabeth ii died um and it's kind of like ties in exactly into what I was writing about here and what I was getting at where, with like a family that has been born into this position of opportunity, fortune, wealth um, to rule over massive amounts of people with no reason behind it. And sure, yeah. they have less ruling than they did 150 years ago but if we're if we're ever gonna if we get rid of this system at some point we'll which i i'm sure we will we'll look back in 100 200 500 years and think how the hell did we just have people born Mm. into a position of power to run over and rule countries it'll be like a it'll be like slavery we'll look back on yeah well yeah it's it's and and the the level of inbreeding that was gone to to ensure the power stayed amongst themselves (laughs) that's a whole different kettle of fish (laughs) (laughs) but um yeah yeah. and you just have to look at the people involved like the queen herself like she you know didn't do too much that we know of um but you know, you have Prince Charles, who at the very least is an adulterer. Um, uh, he's friends with Jimmy Savile, who was uh, a pedophile. Um, then Prince you have Charles or Prince Andrew. Prince Charles okay. was friends <laughs> with Savile, and then you have Prince Andrew, who is a known, who is a known pedophile, pedophile and was stripped of his royal um, titles by the Queen. Yeah, but I'm sure that was just to... because I'm pretty sure that was just because he was innocent. She wouldn't do that otherwise. But no, of course, there's photographic <laughs> evidence, and then he said he couldn't sweat. Um, 
that then a week later a photo comes out of him sweating <laughs> with his arm around a girl and it's just yeah it's um you know there's a lot of bad bad things that go on and money affords you to not face any of the consequences unfortunately um mm. I I would never celebrate someone's death who I do not do not know do not know the character of and but like just this is an opportunity to to talk about the system in place that really doesn't make any sense yeah um and you can you can talk about maybe the level of comfort that it that having a consistent queen might have provided over it's one of those things though that it's like it's only a comfort because of the horrible system that yeah um it shouldn't it like yeah it may have been a comfort but only because of like it shouldn't have to be yeah. basically um, at, at the end of the day if you go back far enough these families got into that position from being incredibly rich and killing the previous family in that position yeah. mm. which is absolutely wild to mm. think about um to move on from lyrics i guess in the bridge here I tried to hit the high note <laughs> and because it was right at the end of our recording process, my voice was absolutely shot and I couldn't hit it with enough aggression. I think I could now because I know, I know my voice better, but I couldn't hit it with enough aggression and emotion to make it work on the same high note as the chorus. So I dropped it to what it is. And listening back every time now, I'm glad I did, because there's a point of difference in the song that's not just all right up there. Yeah, good point, actually. I think Marcus actually said it to me, um, because I mentioned it not too long ago, maybe when we were starting to rehearse it and play it live, and he's like, oh, actually, it's like completely grown on me to be a better better section than it would have been otherwise. Yeah, yeah, that does Um, make sense. And I tend to agree. Mm. Yeah. I think we're probably pretty wrapped up with grace uh again this we're recording this the same time we did the supernova podcast even though they'll probably come out about a week apart but we asked for some questions and it was a little bit too late we only got a handful through so we'll do a, a full q a episode in the future um again thank you very much for listening by the time you hear this i think our latest single bloom have come out yes which is very different to grace (laughs) um almost polar opposites of what the comfort can and does do which is also kind of why we wanted them to be back-to-back singles well actually initially they weren't and and true for one for one we wanted to bring bloom forward in the process because we just love it so much um but if it hasn't come out it's no, it will have come out. Definitely will have come will. out by then. But thank you for everyone that's listened to that. We'll be doing a podcast on that soon. Um, please pre-order the record. Experience everything, live and die. It's available November 11th through Grayscale Records. You can pre-order it on artistsfirst.com.au or the Grayscale Records store online as well, or even 2400. Uh, we've got a bunch of pretty vinyls happening. And Some shirts. They're starting to starting to go actually, starting to sell pretty Yeah. I always so, I always kinda yeah. get scared that literally like two people will order them and I don't I never wanna find out, but we <laughs> um we had a call with Grace Girl a couple 
uh, days ago and Ash told us how many we were selling without uh, me wanting to hear, but it ended up being a <laughs> pleasing answer. Um, so, yeah, it, it means a lot for anyone that orders So thank vinyls. you so much for that. And, and if you and order the vinyl, it. post it online because I love seeing yeah. vinyl posts. Me too. Um, we'll always repost it or share it to each other at the very least. Um, Vanessa actually said to me last week, oh, how many vinyls have you sold so far? And I was like, I don't know. I don't want to know. Yeah. <laughs> That's what everyone I'll, says to I'll me. I'll find out later. Like, oh, how's it selling? I'm like, I don't want to know that. <laughs> I want to not be depressed. Yeah. Um, um, but yeah, I was pleasantly surprised. When we were on the call and, and Ash said, oh, so we've sold this many through this store and this many through that store. His voice cut out on my phone and I didn't hear it. And I was freaking out for the next 30 minutes until we got <laughs> off the call with them. And I called Liam. I was like, how many did he say? <laughs> Um, but again, thank you so much. If you haven't pre-ordered it, uh, please go ahead if, if you like vinyls. If not, we've got some cool shirts on there. Um, we've got a candle that goes with it so you can actually sit down with the record, light the candle and have this full experience, which is really what we were focused on with this whole record. Yeah, have a little moment. <clears throat> Give yeah. it your full attention. Listen intentionally. See what it makes you think about your own feelings and things and yeah, see how you feel at the end of it. Uh, but thank you for listening to the fourth episode of the comfort podcast it's called grace thank hey. you hey everyone so it's just don back when i was editing this podcast i actually found a very very poor recording of the first version of my chorus for grace um, where i just plugged into my laptop interface and recorded a couple of ideas and harmonies through the laptop mic because i couldn't be bothered setting up a proper microphone and everything uh, just so i could set up and uh, share it to the guys. So please enjoy my poor recording and first version of this chorus with not being warmed up and a very half-hashed out idea. See you later. Cool.